Hey everyone, welcome to the Self-Awareness Journey Podcast. I'm Melissa Albers. And I'm JJ Parker. This podcast is for seekers of happiness, joy, and a centered approach to success in life. Seekers of their true, authentic selves. Get ready for some real talk on everything from anxiety, emotions, and habits, to love, compassion, and forgiveness. We know you'll be challenged and enlightened by this conversation, and we're so glad you're here. Let's dive in. Hi, friends. Before we jump into this episode, Melissa and I would like to ask for a favor. We're trying to get to know our audience better so we can create better episodes just for you. We would really appreciate it if you could head over to theselfawarenessjourney.com slash survey and answer a few quick questions for us. Thanks. It has been a while since I started a podcast with a dictionary definition, and I know you love it. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Welcome to the first 10 pods of the self-awareness journey. It's a dictionary. What does this word right. mean? Okay. What is this? So the word I want to talk about is reframing. Oh, I thought you were going to say something like acidophilus. <laughs> yeah. Some really hard word. Okay. No. Okay, keep okay. it to easy reframing. words. Reframing. This oh, does not mean okay. like um, moving a wall in your house. I guess oh, that could it. be considered okay. so reframing. No, no this is not a construction no metaphor. But I found myself in the it? past um, couple like weeks and even months spending a mm -hmm. lot of time reframing the way people are mm. thinking about a situation. Oh, interesting. So that's why I wanted to. That's why I wanted oh. to find the word reframing from a, a psychology perspective first, so okay. then we can talk about like how, it. how reframing applies to us. Oh, I don't know if I've <laughs> ever done that as a coach. <laughs> <laughs> Reframed something like your whole job. Yes. <laughs> um, all right. So reframing, a process of reconceptualizing a problem by seeing it mm -hmm. different from a different perspective. Altering the conceptual or emotional context of a problem often serves to alter perceptions of the problem's difficulty and to open up possibilities for solving it. Oh, that is a huge sentence, a mm -hmm. mouthful. Um, the, the phrase that I love that you said was altering the emotional context. Mm -hmm. I love yeah. that. That's what I pulled um, out of that, even in though you full were disclosure, I did get this from the American uh, Psychological <laughs> Association's Dictionary of Psychology. <laughs> this uh -huh. is not what, this is not the Webster version of uh, that word. <laughs> Reframing. <laughs> Or the Urban Dictionaries version. Yeah. Okay, just, you know, if we had more time, it would be fun to go there just to see, but we won't do that. So or the idea that you're D. like, you're reconceptualizing something, and I like it from yeah. a different perspective because mm. so often we, you know, we are obviously looking at the world through our lens and our view and our experience. Always and only. Right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it is sometimes really helpful to see how someone else mm. looks at the world. Um, mm -hmm. Because often, again, there's they they're looking at a different different frame, mm -hmm. and learning mm -hmm. how they're looking at the world is sometimes really really helpful. Mm. So can I plus one your whole beginning mm. part of how mm -hmm. we frame things and how come it's so important to have a reframer? Yep. Um, because usually when we are framing things in our own world through our own lens, we are using past experience 
and our emotions behind the past experience to try to reframe what we want going forward. Mm-hmm. So we use the exact same framework all the time, thinking mm-hmm. we're doing something beneficial and not doing that because, mm-hmm. oh, now there's someone different in the picture or now it's a different job or it's a different circumstance. But if you're framing using the exact same lens, you are going to get the same outcome yep. most of the time. Mm-hmm. So I love this idea of reframing. How come you wanted to well, talk about it today? Well, mostly because I found myself doing it a lot um, to mm. help folks get unstuck. Mm. And um, and all over the place, not just at work, like at home. Like, yeah. Um, like, give me an example. So uh, Abby is on the middle school tennis team. Mm-hmm. And she yep. had her first Your daughter. Yep. yep. She had she had her first match a couple of days ago. And um yeah, it's first match jitters, right? And she's all nervous sure. about yeah. it. But she's just going yeah, yeah. on and on. What if I can't serve? What if this? What if that? And you know, she's mm-hmm. getting all spun up about her tennis match. And mm-hmm. so I just stopped her and said, "Okay, Abby, the all that could and can be true. Your serve mm-hmm. might be terrible. In fact, it's almost for sure going to be terrible. I didn't want to tell her mm-hmm. that, though. <laughs> <laughs> that good, good on you for not adding that. Yeah, well done. But, good parenting moment. But the things that she was worried about, like, were likely going to happen. So they're not untrue. Mm-hmm. But she was oh, putting so much um, oh. anxiety around that that I was like, hmm. Abby, let's think about what the first tennis tennis match maybe should be like what do you what would you want to get out of it she's like mm. well it's the first one and i haven't played in a while and like right okay so maybe your expectation of the first match should be i'm just get getting back out there it's um i'm i'm happy that i'm i made the team right mm. that i'm back on the court it's going to be a beautiful fall right. day like um it's a it's okay if I miss some of these shots. I'll learn from the miss hits. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it'll it'll and give yourself a little bit of grace on the expectation of how what your performance is going to be the first day in the mm-hmm. first match. So yeah, yeah, just a little That's bit really of different good. perspective. Um, yeah, to help her not uh, not have so much an anxiety and in a sport like tennis, the number mm-hmm. one performance kills her. <laughs> Is anxiety. Yeah. Well, yeah, actually, you know what? I think you could say that for all sorts of things. Mm-hmm. Not just life. a not just life. a physical tennis or not yeah. physical sport. Life. All sorts of things. Life. Yeah. 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 Yep. But so in some of those sports, so... it really it really highlights what the the one thing I like about sport is that it really highlights um the your the perf- your physical performance and your mental state. Those things yeah. are so tied directly together. Yeah. Um, and that's what and I think your is, emotional state and your emotional state. Yep, that's what I think is interesting there, about sport. It's much more about like your emotional control than your physical ability. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there it is, the self awareness journey, right there, packaged in a middle school girls mm-hmm. tennis ta- tennis match. Yep. Yeah. Isn't that fascinating? So, um, so you you mentioned that, and actually you said this a few days ago, you were talking about how people, you feel like you've been doing a lot of reframing lately. So do you think it's because 
more people are asking you your opinion about things? Or do you think it's more you're noticing this pattern of people thinking a certain way right now based on your own growth? Like, what do you think that's about? Uh, let's see. I don't think people are asking me. I think I might be you telling. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I believe that. <laughs> uh, no, I, I've been noticing, um, yeah, a little bit, just a little bit more negative spin on things. A little Me bit too. more like, what if mm -hmm. this goes wrong? I'm not sure what's mm -hmm. going to happen. More uncertainty. Um, mm -hmm. And a lot of times that uncertainty will, will just lead to a negative thought pattern. Mm -hmm. um, totally agree. And then the, the, the thing that's always right next to this one is the expectations thing. People's uh -huh. expectations exactly. get a little bit um, sideways or a little off target. Um, then mm -hmm. they don't, then they feel like they're not meeting them. Then they can, then they frame a whole activity in a negative light when in fact, yep. maybe only 5% yep. of it is negative and 95% of it is extraordinarily positive. Yeah. So, which brings me back to what I was saying at the beginning of our pod. I totally agree. Um, the, the very first thing that I was talking about is people have expectations for themselves or outcomes. Mm-hmm based on past experience. Um, mm. It's seldom based on a clear openness to what is mm -hmm. and what's possible. It's very seldom based on that. Like even if we're trying to be optimistic, sometimes what we'll even do is throw so much expectation in there that we want something even more outlandish than probably what's possible mm -hmm. because there's this framing that's happening, this tell yourself this story just tell yourself this story. It doesn't matter if it's right or not. You know, it's kind of like my problem with the whole uh, the self-development industry mm. of fake it till you make right. it kind of thing. Yeah. Right? It's that yep. framing. Mm -hmm. It's the framing of it. So um, we, you're, you're talking about past, like past mm -hmm. experiences. What yeah. happens if we don't have really any experience? with something. Mm. Oh, that's interesting. It's like a yeah. new experience. We're going to go do something new. It's a little bit of an adventure. But don't you think even in that situation, people will still pull from their past experiences of being involved in something as, of a new adventure without any experience? Probably. Don't you think people yeah. still do that? <laughs> like, I, I just think, because here's what I think happens. I think our brains are so busy trying to run stuff. Mm-hmm. Not based on logic or not, well, no, based on strictly logic, not based on human emotion or feelings or, yeah. or what's possible. The brain's constantly, you, all the brain does is it's a comparison tool. That's all it is. So if you say, I'm in this new thing, like, what if, what if, what if? Mm -hmm. The brain goes, okay, what, what is the last time we did that, what, that we were in what if? And what mm -hmm. happened? What could go wrong? Like, what's going to go wrong here? Okay, yeah, this could happen, but let's just try to prepare ourselves so we don't hurt our, our, our own feelings. Like, that's what I think happens. And it takes somebody with some clarity and some awareness to step in and say, whoa, hang on a minute. Can we just come back to, let's just reframe how you're processing all of this. Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah. I was trying to think of like an example in my life where I would do something new but have no prior experience at it. Yeah. Um, Could you think of any? 
I've never been on a cruise. So my expectation uh, of a cruise is that it's um it's <laughs> it's a Marriott on a boat. <laughs> is it that? I don't I don't know. Human soup. That's what I always <laughs> think of that as. I'm sorry. There's a lot of people who love cruises. No disrespect. I'll have to go on a cruise at some point. <laughs> really? Just to find Do out. You know. <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> Well, I think like to make this a little more real instead of such a theoretical discussion right now, I think that in my coaching conversations, there are many times where, um, okay, like this week, I was working with a newer leader that their office had a lot of drama. Hmm. And this newer leader was inexperienced in how to navigate, not only for themselves, mm-hmm. but for the office, like hmm. really inexperienced about that. However, they had a lot of experience with teams of people or groups of people being dramatic mm. and not having each other's back. So there was an automatic fear that this outcome was going to be the same way. It's like, oh, here we are in a team ev- in team environment with a bunch of people and they all have their own agendas and nobody's mm-hmm. taking care of each other. And no matter what I do, I'm going to look like the bad guy if I try to be different because that's what happened before. Mm-hmm. So it's this expectation like you're talking about that creates this narrative about what they think is going to happen. And ultimately, Mm. usually the narrative you create in your mind is exactly what happens. Mm -hmm. Yep. You know what I mean? If you go into that, if you emotionally, if you emotionally attach to and fixate on that narrative, almost most assuredly it will happen. It's Mm -hmm. the law of attraction. Yep. So if we're in our own heads way too much, most of the time, Mm -hmm. And it, and yeah. and especially if we're if we're t- trending towards the negative, yeah. Because um, I a couple what I'm hearing like there's there's a ref like the reframing you can do yourself right if you can be self aware right. enough to say oh this this I'm thinking about this not in the right way so let me try to reframe mm-hmm. it I think that's yeah. a good exercise for you to do individually mm-hmm. sometimes that's really yeah. hard. Um, I agree, and so. Having someone else or sharing someone else's experience mm-hmm. to help you think about a situation differently is super yeah. helpful, like you yeah. as a coach. And, yeah. I Well, I, I really like that you just, it's so funny that you just said that because I actually, with my pen, and you know, I never take notes, but as you were talking, I wrote two things. And the two questions that I wrote were exactly what you just said. Hmm. You said, I said, can we reframe ourselves? Mm-hmm. I can't, can we do that? I think we should talk about that. And if so, yeah. like, what are tactics that we could try? Like, mm-hmm. how do we know we need to be reframing? Like, how yep. would we know, first of yep. all? How would we know? Because um, we, yeah. we start feeling bad right? and we, we feel Triggered. ourselves getting into this, the, yeah, like the shame spiral or the negative spiral. Yep. So we have some sort of trigger that doesn't make us feel yep. good. Right? Overthink if we're for me if I'm overthinking mm. a thing or I'm mm. spinning on a thing. Ooh, that's, that's a good a sh- one. That's a sure sign. Yeah, that's a really good one. So if you know you're a thinker and overthinker, and then you see that you're going there, yeah, that's like a key. Because is it hard to reframe ourselves, or is it just hard to recognize when we need to reframe ourselves? I think it's the second one. I think it's hard to recognize when we need a reframe. I don't think it's if I you do sat too. down. If you sat right. down. And you wrote on a piece of paper, like, I am upset 
because yes. it's going yep. to be cloudy tomorrow on like my wedding day, right? Right. And then you're like, yes. oh, well, can you control that? Not really. Like, do you want to let it ruin right. your day? No. You right. reframe it right. like, uh, yeah. The, the I know that photos are better when it's cloudy out than when it's really sunny. We will have really yeah, so amazing. Fo- we'll have really amazing photos. Yeah, reframe mm. it to the positive. Yeah. If you sit down I and see, do that really exercise like that. yourself, you can totally yeah. do it. The hard part is mm-hmm. recognizing when you need to reframe stuff. Yeah. Okay. So I have a real life example. It just happened two days ago. I was on the way to a board meeting, mm-hmm. and um, you know, I have this new vehicle. Well, you know, I have a new vehicle. Mm-hmm. I have a new vehicle. And, now everyone knows um, you have a new vehicle. Now everyone knows I have a v- new vehicle, which I'm not bragging. <laughs> I don't like having new vehicles. There's so much stress involved. Okay. Anyway, um, one of the things I was concerning myself with this new vehicle is getting a windshield ding. I don't know why. Yeah. I just That's had that weird. in my mind. Yeah. It is weird. And um, so I'm on my way to a board meeting. And what do you suppose happened? You I got, got a huge yep. windshield hmm. ding. Yeah, and it turned into like a bullseye right away, mm-hmm. right above my vision in the middle of my forehead is where it would be. That sounds annoying. Okay, super annoying. Okay, so um, so this happens. So here's the thought process that went through my head because I'm very aware. I'm trying to mm-hmm. be very aware, right? And my first thought process was I brought that to myself because mm. I was fixated on something yeah. was going to happen and it was yep. likely going to be the windshield. Uh, I really didn't know I was fixating on it, but I I remember thinking that more than once. Okay, way so to attract a rock to your face. <laughs> I am such a strong manifester. Look out! Okay, but here's how I reframed it. This is how I reframed it. I just immediately got in the parking lot. Okay, fine. I only had one minute to get into the board meeting. After the meeting, I came out and I called to get to get it all sorted out. And they mm-hmm. said, well, it's going to be like two weeks mm. because, you know, your windshield has all of these sensors, blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah, 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 and we can't get it done right away. And so I had two choices. I could have gotten real mad about it, and I could have fixated on the energy of how it felt that I had manifested this mm-hmm. ding in my windshield, but I purposefully reframed it. So this is what I started to do. And this sounds goofy. I sound like a crazy person, but I really did do this. I looked at that, and I thought, what a great location. Hmm. It's right where I will see it. Mm-hmm. It's not right in my view, so it's not like dangerous, mm-hmm. but it is in such a good spot because it can remind me of how strong of a manifester that I am. Mm. And um, and I love how it will be fixed. It's going to be fixed. And now I won't have to worry about it anymore because mm-hmm. I've already done that. Mm-hmm. So I did. I went through the whole process of this is what happened. I'm 99.9% sure I brought that to myself. Now, some people are like, okay, <laughs> Melissa, there is such a thing. As, well, but anyway, it doesn't matter. Um, but then I equally knew I had the power and the I had the interest mm-hmm. to feel good no matter what. Mm-hmm. I, I chose to feel good no matter what, so I was able to reframe it myself. And I don't feel bad now, even though it's still there and yeah. I'll have it for a couple of weeks. It's okay. Yeah, It's okay. Could have yeah. been so much worse, you know? Yeah. So well, that's an example of that is a really good seeing example. something. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. Here's my second question. Okay. So I said, can we reframe ourselves? And, you know, we talked about little ways to do that. You said, like, if you notice you've been triggered or I said triggered, you said, if you notice you're overly thinking about something like, so everybody knows their own processes or they mm-hmm. wouldn't be listening to this podcast. Mm-hmm. So here's the other question. How do you know 
when to engage others in helping you reframe? <laughs> Probably. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. I mean, it, it might be this uh, similar, right? Like if when you start noticing. Um, mm -hmm. But often, you know, it's hard to ask for help. Yeah, you exactly. Know, it's hard to say yeah. like, oh, um, I'm really stuck on something. You, usually it comes off as just complaining to other people, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. If I need something reframed, mm -hmm. it doesn't look yeah. like, hey, Melissa, I've been really worried about this thing upcoming and I'm really negative about it. And I was wondering if you could help me see it in a different <laughs> way. Wouldn't that be awesome? <laughs> usually it comes that out definitely like- definitely give you a nice layup. Like this, It'd be a nice layup for the right? person. Yeah. It usually comes off with like, you know, everything at work is horrible and the sky is falling and everyone's a jerk and it, none of this is my fault <laughs> and <laughs> complain, complain, right. complain. Mm. Um, so, so are you suggesting that you might not know you need some help reframing? Oh, you for sure don't know. Or worried about... Well, first, it's fun <laughs> to complain about stuff. So why would I want to reframe my favorite activity? <laughs> <laughs> That's a lie. <laughs> so well, definitely not you. I know what you're saying. You know what I'm saying. It's, it, it is. Yeah. There's, there's part of the, the thing that reframing would hopefully do is make it so you don't really mm -hmm. have anything to complain about. You, don't, you can't complain. After you've reframed your windshield thing, you can't complain about your windshield anymore. Or you don't feel well, compelled to. Because there is nothing to, to complain about. Nothing to complain about. There's you nothing to. Mitigated right. it. Right. Um, yeah. Well, so... if you've cleared your deck, if you've cleared your deck mm -hmm. of that negative energy, those thoughts, those yep. emotions that are not helpful, there's n there is no reason to yep. focus on that short end of the stick anymore. Yeah. So the question is, would you know, would you know or would you be willing to like go ask somebody for their mm -hmm. opinion of stuff, or do you just want to complain? Either's fine. I'm not judging the complaining. Well, like, I actually but, though wonder if there's something in addition to that. I don't think it's just those two options. Well, it's a third option. I don't think it's just those two. Well, okay. So, like, first of all, I think the more self-aware you become, we become, the less willing we are to engage other people in our deep internal processes. Mm -hmm. Because they don't know like mm -hmm. you know, right? So I think there's that. So the less, for me, I am not willing to engage in other people in places that I feel I'm still just kind of working on mm -hmm. something. Um, however, uh, if I do this for a bit of time and I still have a stomach ache over it, that's <laughs> the best way for me to describe mm -hmm. it, then I know, okay. I'm stuck. I, I don't feel I, um, or I ask myself, would it just be better for me to go directly to the source of my discontent and mm. have a more honest conversation to release this stuff? Like, so I think I kind of like reached that point where I just say, I'm not able to reframe this internally. Maybe it's not meant to be reframed right now. Um, or if it is, I need some help reframing it because mm -hmm. I just can't do that. So Unfortunately, I wait until I'm in an extreme amount of pain before I'll do that, as you can attest, because I'll be sp spun up about something for a really long time before I'll admit it. But I think that's the whole challenge is yep. 
Like, what if I came to you and I said, okay, this is what I'm really stressed out about, which mm -hmm. I do. I'll mm -hmm. come to you and say, this is what I'm really stressed out about. And you'll be like, yeah, we've been talking about that for two months. <laughs> right? This is real. Yeah. <laughs> you make me sound so kind. No, but no, but it is what it is. It's just true. <laughs> truth is truth is my point. Truth is truth. And so sometimes if we simply cannot reframe ourselves to truth, mm -hmm. sometimes we need really trusted advisors. Not everybody. Mm -hmm. So this is what I'm saying I think is really important that if we decide that, you know what, I need somebody to help me reframe it, mm -hmm. it has to be a trusted advisor. Yep. I agree. You can't just go ask random people. Um, though the time when asking random people things uh, works mm -hmm. for me is... Uh, Especially like in a, in a context where like, again, I, I don't really know what I'm doing. Um, I yeah, haven't exactly. had the experience. Mm. So I'm really, oh yeah I, I become really open to asking other people mm, what yeah. their experience around a problem is because they're mm -hmm. likely looking at it different than, than I am. And I can actually learn. Like I, you know, I can use yeah. that as a learning opportunity. How would, how would you look at this situation? Like, mm. here's what I got going I like on. That. How would you look at this? Yeah. And yeah, and, and you uh, do that. You've done that a lot of times in new, some, like new big things that mm -hmm. you're trying to take on. You go yeah. to a completely different group of people and start asking questions. Mm -hmm. Yeah, go and ask I like someone too, outside because... your outside your core what they think of something, and you're probably going to get a really, uh, at least, interesting answer or perspective. Well, especially someone who has more expertise than you. It's just like when you've talked about like sports, like mm -hmm. wanting to be the worst on the court mm -hmm. because you're using someone else's expertise to learn. And I think that if we can be at that stage without the emotional investment made yet, that's the key mm -hmm. is if you haven't convinced yourself that you know yeah. and have all the emotions behind if you fail, you haven't done any of that. You're still really open. So being able to have someone reframe situations for you without mm -hmm. that emotional energy, I think is so awesome, right? Because then yep. you're so open and you can take that into your whole bucket of mm -hmm. experience to make decisions about how you think and feel about it. Yep. Uh, let's switch to That's my other favorite pastime, other than complaining, telling other people <laughs> what to do. <laughs> We're going to tell everybody so, to hang up from this pod and go start telling everybody how to reframe their life. <laughs> well, I, 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 I'm going to joke with that, but it is fun to tell people what to do. Right? <laughs> no, complain. it's not. Yes, it is. You get, like someone's complaining no. about something. Oh, you know what you should do? You know, <laughs> go, go do that. Go tell them off. <laughs> you can't. I can't be that way. I can't okay. be that way in well, my So instead of telling people what to do, another thing I'm just joking. I'm just trying to like get you I all know riled you up. Are. No, you're yanking my chain. Uh, using this reframing technique for other people, because we want to help other people. I think I I, yes. I genuinely yeah. believe that most people want to help other people. Agreed. Um mm -hmm. so a lot of a lot of times we go into this like someone's complaining mm. or trying to solve through something and so you you tell them maybe what what you would do or a course of action or or you should mm -hmm. go do x y and you z should. You, you should, should. Mm -hmm. yeah yeah using reframing to help them solve their problem their own problem is actually uh, really yeah, helpful that's genius. so instead of saying you yeah. should you could say mm -hmm. um you might look at it this way right you might mm -hmm. pull exactly. you might use reframing to like 
not be focused on the particular details of the the problem, right. back it up, put a nice big general frame around mm. it. And, yeah. and, you know, you could say things like, well, in my experience, I looked at it this way. I was just going to say that it's, and that's another great way is to use your own and just say, well, if it were me, it's not, it's not mm -hmm. me. But if it were, I guess here are some of the things I would be wondering. Mm -hmm. I've yeah. even yeah. used it. Um, uh, again, I, I guess I use this a lot in parenting. So uh, when mm -hmm. uh, our middle Elliot has been working on some like uh, t-shirt design stuff, which is awesome. Um, mm -hmm. But I will tell him things like, in my experience, I've done it this way. I've seen other mm -hmm. people go that way. You could think about yeah. generally this other way. Yes. Right. So I use it as like uh, mm. a way to say, hey, here are three different ways to look at that problem. Choose whichever Options. one is that you feel would suit you. Um, but this mm -hmm. is just what I've observed. That's so good. Yeah, because there's no pass or fail. You're not making right. a judgment in your observation. Yep. And you're just allowing. Especially with the with with kids. Uh mm -hmm. there is a little bit of like my way or the highway, especially with like a child parent relationship. Totally. Even mm -hmm. if it's not super explicit, if they don't do the way yeah, that you suggest, well, they're either gonna do exactly the opposite because they're kids. Right. Or if they don't do what you said, they're gonna feel bad about it. Um, so yes. giving them yep. a couple options and whichever one you choose is great. Um, is Do you know what? Helpful. It what? isn't just kids and parents. If people <laughs> feel like you're a trusted advisor, mm -hmm. if you, if you, even if you think about who you go to for your trusted advisor, it's like there is a level of, you feel a level of responsibility mm -hmm. to take the advice given. Totally. I mean, I yep. think that's just human nature to be in partnership with people. And so I think you're, that's why it's so important to think about it the way you're mentioning is to have more of a openness and an options style rather than a you should style yep. and make the person yep. feel bad or good in addition to how they're already feeling. Yeah. So I think that's, yeah, that's really if good. you're going to come help along, if you're going to come along someone, alongside someone mm -hmm. and help them reframe the way they're looking at things, um, maybe sharing not just your experience, but what you've observed other people doing is really helpful. Yeah, I love it. Did you enjoy this episode? Please go to your favorite podcast platform to subscribe, rate, and leave a review so others can discover it as well. Growing self-awareness is a lifelong journey, and it's better when we're all in it together. Please think of someone you know who could benefit from hearing today's conversation and share this episode with them. We can't thank you enough for listening. Until next time, happy exploring.